Hey, welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey everybody, welcome to Taco Tuesday with Dinah Vargas and Stella Padilla. Well, formerly Stella Padilla, but over the weekend I got married and I'm Stella Flowers. So oh, I wow. had a fun weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. wow. And I'm Janice Arnold Jones and I'm hey, just blown away for Stella. <laughs> was that, that, that congratulations? Is so cool. Thank you. That yeah. Is, Thank you. I, I would say, and I, I don't want to suggest that we are older because you're you are not some of us are are a little bit older Mm -hmm. and to find love when we exceed um at least the age that i am uh it is just really a good thing right really really pleased for you so thank you so most people lucky to find one in their search so to all the lovers out there shout out there you go (laughs) well i say stella flowers is that f l o w e r s correct I'm still yes. going to call you Flores. Flores. I don't care. <laughs> In New Mexico, it's easier Flores, right? Yeah. Oh, flowers. My goodness. No so flowers. we're not going to let you get on the boat without talking to you first. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, okay. right? <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah, welcome back. It's uh, day after Monday. So we uh, renamed Monday instead of Manic Monday. It's going to be the uh, Monday, uh, Monte Monday because of Christina Estrada. She's from the mountains. So they ah. call the mountain people over there from the Monte. So I kind of like it's better than Manic Monday. Cause oh, absolutely. Who, who really wants chaos on a Monday? You're busy on a Monday because you've had the weekend off. But uh, Manic, yeah. it, 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 it's too much. It's too much. It is. Mountain Monday, I like that. I like that. And, and you know what? That covers so much of our state. Totally. So totally. I love it. And mm-hmm. when you talk about the Monte, those people know they what's do. happening. They do. Even if it makes no sense to somebody living in the city or something. But we're still calling Taco Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, uh, you know, and with I Janice Arnold-Jones. And I let you down because it was a manic Tuesday morning, and so no tacos. It's okay. I mean, we can't have tacos every Tuesday. Well, I mean, you do bring tacos often, and they're loaded. They were loaded, You know, yes. I love a loaded taco. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's on a Taco Tuesday, even better. So there's a ton of stuff happening in New Mexico. New Mexico, stand up. What happened, New Mexico? We dead last in most categories. Well, all the good ones. I mean, where do you point to the one thing that if we could improve, that we improve, and then it would, um, you know, as a consequence, improve every other situation? Is it... You're not referring to the three unrelated homicides in nine hours in Albuquerque, are you? No, I'm re- I'm relating to it as a whole. Like, is it education? Is it that we need to be tough on crime? Because you know what? Criminals taking advantage of this. Yeah. They, they literally, everyone knows you can steal from a convenience store. Everyone knows you can walk into Walgreens with a plastic bag, like a trash bag. Like a 50-gallon thing, fill it up and walk out and no one's going to do anything. Cops aren't going to want to respond. You know why? Because it's uh, shoplifting. And we got uh, four, three or four homicides in Bernalillo County in what you call the Duke City in 12 hours. In 12 hours. In the last 12 hours, four people, well, they didn't make it out alive for sure. They got dead over 12 hours. Yes, yes. So you ask, is there one thing that you can do? And the reality is, Dinah, 
it isn't about one thing. It is about leadership. And leadership means that you are able to manage several balls in the air simultaneously. So where is Mayor Keller? Where is his work on actually beefing up and allowing our police to do their job to keep us safe? Where is he in cleaning up our city? You know, it, it's a trash pit. And that begins with if you allow people to actually take the public access and use it for their own uh, financial enterprise, what are you doing to our city? And that, and, and that was a very fancy way of saying panhandlers in the median. It's time to stop. But it, that isn't the only thing. I mean, there is so much to do. Uh, and, and to say that there is one thing, there isn't one thing except leadership. And leadership. we don't have it. New Mexico doesn't have the good leadership. And I talk to people, and they're very like-minded by me, whether I'm knocking on a door or visiting with somebody, officially, unofficially, whatever. I look at them, they look at me, not, not much difference between them and I. Our values are the same. We're about faith, family, freedom. Acknowledge the gray area is not a big deal. So then I say, uh, they're complaining about an illegal dump over here, dump site in, in South Valley or West Side. I said, but who, uh, who'd you vote for? So why do you keep voting for them? Why do you keep voting for the same people that aren't going to represent us? You look at other people and they have proper representation. Well, let me tell you about a consequence of lack of leadership. And you know that the governor called a special session to legalize marijuana. I don't care where you are even on the marijuana issues. But we, it was so important. Uh, you know, COVID wasn't important. Education wasn't important. Connectivity wasn't important. Legalized marijuana. Did you know that it may, one of the consequences of this piece of legislation may be fire departments no longer able to render aid at mm. a site? Can you imagine? You Can know, you imagine? Uh, fire, firemen, uh, they the first usually on the scene. Absolutely. Uh, they are very, very essential to the South Valley, this I know, because they are always first on the scene. Because if you live in the city of Albuquerque or, or let's say Pajarito Mesa, you send Albuquerque ambulance down there, I mean, you're going to roll on to Pajarito Mesa, which is still Albuquerque. It's seven minutes from the mayor's house no electricity no running water pitch dark because there's no electricity right. and no 911 service and, either oh and uh, I, minor detail oh my oh, and then i forgot about that but at least uh fire department they go out there routinely so they've set up something so they could at least render aid and because firemen they run into burning buildings they're very essential to our public safety our public health and they're nice people. But yes. now you're saying that their hands are tied? Is that what we're it, saying here? It's not that their hands are tied. It's that the law allows, uh, 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 it takes away uh, qualified immunity mm -hmm. for all things. And it includes anybody who is in government service. So if you are a fireman and you do your level best and you rescue somebody and say they wanted to die or say uh, as a result of their efforts, their best efforts that they died, you're you're liable to be personally sued. See, this is crazy stuff. Yeah, well, I, that's what I mean, like tying this their hands. This is crazy stuff. That's what the police department is complaining about now, the crime matters most. Uh, their hands are basically tied by the DOJ and everything, all the stuff that they put upon them. To pre they say prevent things like, like uh, unruly cops right. or dangerous cops, but it's tied the hands of all cops, and now they're all afraid to do their job. Now the fire department's afraid to do their job. Why are they all? And, and EMTs, I mean, the, the cat.
cascading events are huge, and this is a result of lack of leadership. When you call a special session, you need to have well-thought-out legislation. And I've been just listening to Senator Joseph Cervantes, who eviscerated this piece of legislation, and it was so bad that he took a walk on the vote. He ran away, yeah. Well, I I do feel that way about it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it is so bad. Uh, and look at the consequences for the people of New Mexico. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think I sent you a um, survey on uh, the governor's vision. Right, right. If we could just follow uh, or finish up with the qualified immunity. Sure. So, like the title reads, qualified immunity, like you must qualify for it. So they wanted to take away the qualified immunity so that it'd be easier to, you know, defund the police and... Uh, and racism and all of this stuff, but the reality is when you're when you're talking about civil and legal, like if a cop breaks the law, he's going to be held accountable under the law. There's an avenue. Qualified immunity, is something different. You got to qualify for that immunity. So let's say fire, you know, man, because really it was against the cops, but now look at the consequence of defunding the police, of holding everybody to the standard way up here, which the people who enacted it, I, I, I mean, they've only lowered the standard. And they have, and they have compromised the citizens of New Mexico. And this was so important, but it, it created more problems. Right. And you are voting for these people who voted for this piece of trash, piece of legislation. It was a very poorly written hastily put together piece of legislation. And how long have we been talking about this? 10 years? Totally. And we can't get a piece, a good piece of legislation? Right. So I remember for 2020, there was a question that was uh, sent out by the Albuquerque Journal. It says, do you support or oppose enacting a new state law that would allow police officers and other public officials, which it's never really going to apply to them, other public officials, you know I'm talking about, Uh, to be sued individually by abolishing the defense of qualified immunity. Qualified immunity is not a defense. So that for me, that was a big no. The key word is qualified, which is civil, not criminal. So if you feel like you want justice because of uh, of a result of something that a police officer did, you're never going to get it because it has nothing to do with law or or criminality. But but on the other side... Police officers, any government, and it does cover all government officials, anybody doing their job to the best of their ability is now subject to being sued as a civil matter for who knows what reason. And in New Mexico, what could go wrong? we got to take a quick break. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. Don't forget to visit us on our website at offthecuffabq.com. Send us a shout-out if you'd like to be a guest. Sign up there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Hey everybody, this is Cristina Estrada from the Estancia Valley East Mountains. There's a new show called Off the Cuff. It's on Monday through Friday at 3 to 4. And I ride the airways with Dino Vargas every Monday. So tune in, 3 to 4. Tell your friends. 
everybody. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Flowers. And Janice Arnold-Jones. Stella, I, I would say, did it, did it just catch you off guard? Right, right. I, say, <laughs> I was going to say Flores and I forgot, but yeah, it's just, it means the same. Flores, Flores, it does actually. Yeah. So hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. My name is Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Flores. Janice Arnold-Jones, no tacos on Taco Tuesday. And that's how you do an intro. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot of stuff to cover. I mean, the outlook for New Mexico. You were talking about the mayor earlier. From the smallest of things like the litter, everybody can drive around anywhere in the city and be like, Albuquerque's dirty. Trash everywhere. You can drive around Albuquerque and be like, huh, don't look familiar. What happened? You can open up your smartphone, watch the news. There's no shortage of crime. There's no shortage of crime. There's no shortage of crime. And they blame all these different things. Meanwhile, the only crime bills that were being passed in 2021 that were crime were tabled. Everything uh, was tabled. They didn't even make it out of committee. Right. And then we called a special session during a uh, pandemic. Right. Because legalized marijuana is that important and don't you know that the way the law is written uh let me be tongue-in-cheek okay i'm taking my tongue out the truth is is it will be better off if you go down the street to your friend who's been selling you marijuana anyway because the state is not going to collect that tax i'm sorry well and and i mean have you seen the dmv the state runs the dmv have you ever been to the dmv or is it mvd am i getting the acronym it's, it's mvd but whatever. it's okay whatever we all know what we mean <laughs> so Government's going to take all your information. They're going to know where you live, how much dope you got in your pocket or in your purse or at home if you're planting any trees. But the number one problem for New Mexico 2021 during pandemic where there was a gate, a fence, a wall, a barrier around the roundhouse that nobody could witness or go in and take part in government was marijuana. I would say Not it education. was so important to your life, don't you think? It wasn't marijuana, it wasn't education, it wasn't child abuse, it wasn't abortion. Well, they passed that unanimously. I mean, right. hooray, we get to kill babies up to nine months. And old people. And Oh, yeah. and old people. Yes, mm -hmm. Let's not forget the old people. Right. I'm yeah. one of them. Because <laughs> uh, there's no room for old people or for children in socialism. So the good news out there, there mm -hmm. is, let's focus on the good news. There is a new. You brought up the bad news. I know. I is know. there good news first? <laughs> yes, there is. You know, I, this week I have been lucky enough to talk to people in the 25 to 30 category, uh, age category, and they think this is just stupid. Uh, and I asked about the uh, legalization of marijuana, and they, you know, I didn't have to tell them anything about the law. They already knew, and they said this was really stupid, mm -hmm. uh, and it was not important. And then every single one of them brought up the same thing is, is they are spending us into oblivion. Who do you think is going to pay for it? It's going to be us. Seriously. And they want to run my life on top of it. How is that going to happen? And I was just going, <gasps> they woke up. Yeah, they know. <laughs> they know. I was so excited. But if we don't have young people st stepping up saying, this is a crazy way to run our life, mm -hmm. let us focus on the things that are important. Mm -hmm. And by the way, broken windows and trash, that's important. Making sure that our children are educated, that's important. Making sure, first and foremost, that our children are safe at home. How about that? Or how about this? How about making sure everyone that's in charge of all these departments is doing their job? Because APS uh, missed a deadline, lost out on 20 million dollars. But hey, who's counting? Because it's the ivory towers. Uh, 
And PED missed out on $37 million that we think uh, the school systems may not have to pay back. But how is it that you have this PED uh, cabinet secretary from Philadelphia, big hotshot, and he can't get the report in on time? What kind of yeah, leadership right, is that? Right. Leaders say, wait a minute, here's the deadline, and I want to know who got fired. You didn't do your job. Who got fired? For something so basic as oversight of a schedule of something that pops up on your phone like a reminder hey don't forget you got this due uh considering it's in the millions who is this guy from philadelphia what does his resume read that he came over here and and new mexico thought he was a hot shot well i mean he doesn't even live here as near as i can tell i think he commutes but you know being in from work like philadelphia like via zoom or via car via plane Well, he flies in every once in a while in other words he ain't here no, he's not here. He's from Philadelphia. Yes. Where's and Philadelphia? In Pennsylvania. It is right on, right just out, you know, not I too know far from Washington. Just You're funny. just giving me a hard time. It's across <laughs> from Camden, New Jersey. I'm all, it's over there. Over there. Not here. Pointing with your lips. Over there. You know how we go. Mira. Oh, Mira. Maybe some people just have too much on their, too much authority, you know, like we were talking about the trash and on June 5th they had a Toss No Moss event where they spent $29,000 and $969. So it was like almost $30,000 to pick up all kinds of trash everywhere. So they're doing good, they're bringing back the Toss No Moss uh, little project they had years before which worked and then the transportation secretary who's Mike Sandoval said it could have been spent on potholes or guardrails repair that would have been better like he's not concerned about the trash at all and I realize we have potholes I know we have potholes and some guardrails have been bent up knocked down but really is this more important than all the trash making this look like a, a border town may the house that is always clean be the home <laughs> of the ones in need yeah, it matters if you got a clean house. That's what you judge by. And and all these under the bridge things, Mayor Keller has done nothing about them. They could remove them and say, "You got to move on." Give, there's a park over here. We're gonna, you're, it's allocated for you guys. Stay here, whatever. But they, all this trash underneath the freeway and all the tents, and I mean, they defecate on there. You can see it on there. You see them I doing saying, it. But you know, the state of Texas actually did this right. But but you should already know this. You do not get to use public property for your habitat or your business. Or private, period. And, and, and you don't get to do this. Right. And so the state of Texas passed a law that said you may not camp on public property, mm-hmm. period. Right. If it is purchased and designated as a campsite, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But you cannot just go camp on the sidewalk. Cannot do that. So I've, I've uh, worked a lot with, with homeless people. There was, there's about four, I guess, organizations in Albuquerque, and they get the biggest pot of the money because there's a ton of money in homeless. Yes. 501c3s, they're there, they're there to help people, but uh-huh. the reality is, like, there's a ton of money going through there. And then they open all these little side businesses. So St. Martin's Hospitality, when I was uh, doing grassroots journalism, uh, we, I pulled tax returns, uh, who's on the board? All this has to be made public because of the 501c3 status. So it's right. it's um, you know it's regulated to some degree. Uh, Father Rusty at the time was giving himself eight thousand dollar raise approved by a board that he sits on, with the collar 
There you go. You know, like a priest collar <laughs> in the name of poverty. So all this money gets filtered into all these nonprofits in Albuquerque, and it's a ton of money, federal, state, local, uh, private donors, all of these kinds of things. And then they misspend the money by never doing what their mission says, like cure chronic homelessness, for instance, because why would you? Exactly, because you will make more money if you don't. And the more homeless facilities and resources that there are, the more homeless people there will be. So no parks for homeless. Go get a job or go sleep on your family's couch or find the help that you need because it's it's either out there or it's not. But at the end of the day, where is your own self-determination? Yes. You're not the only one that's been hooked on, on dope or shooting junk up your arm or experience homelessness or whatever else. Go get a job. If you want it, go get it. Otherwise, you're going to be bumming dollars all day. We got to pay the price for it. You should see Corzin Central. You get attacked by homeless people. Uh, and they want their money that you need to give them. I mean, they're not willing to work for it. There's jobs available all over Albuquerque. Everyone's hiring. You, you can't. You have no. Even you can't good good service anywhere because there's nobody working. They don't even give drug tests anymore. They give you bonuses to come to work. You don't have to sake. say you're a felon. You, I mean, you could do whatever you want. But they don't want to do whatever they want. I would say, but you just hit right there. There is a certain part of the homeless population that simply does not want to be held to any rules. The rest of us live by rules all the mm -hmm. time. And, and some of those are self-imposed, like we don't throw trash out the car window. We don't do that right. because it's, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. And yet they, they don't want to follow any rules. So do you remember, like, let's even say maybe five years ago, do you remember a bunch of homeless people with carts everywhere? No. Nope. They had maybe the backpack, maybe a dog, and like a sleeping blanket. Right. And a sign rolled up for their back pocket for when they fly a sign in Panhandle. Those were New Mexicans. A lot of them had the heroin shuffle, things like that. I mean, they look New Mexican. They're, I mean, they're the ones the families kicked out because they're, they're, they're stealing everything that's not bolted down, bringing bad company to the house, whatever. So they get kicked out. Those are homeless people. The ones now, they look, the California, Colorado. I saw some lady just on the sidewalk as if she was in a private ladies' room. And then I said, uh, because there's a narrative, they say, oh, well, look at these people. Poor these people. They have to, like, do their business in front of the whole world to see. But the reality is, have you ever been out in the woods by yourself and you're still, like, searching for a bush? If you have to go. If you're in the middle of nowhere, pinon picking or something. <laughs> Yes. You're, you're aware of it. Yes. You're aware of it. How come she wasn't? Because she was doing it on purpose. This is what I think about homeless people. They do it on purpose. So it's like, a, you know, it's a mess. So they get something more that they want or they get another facility. Look at the gateway. What's that going to do? It's not going to do any. Well, and Cervantes is saying if that opens, they're, they're leaving this historic location. I, 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 that just makes me so sad. Totally. I, just unbelievable. And so as we are looking at this issue of homelessness, uh, one of the things that we don't pay attention to is all those shopping carts. Do you know how much they cost? About $400 a piece because they, they have to meet certain requirements. They have to be strong enough. And every time you see a shopping cart in one of our arroyos, I just think, Man, I feel so bad for that business because then the city calls them and says, we're going to find you if you don't get that shopping cart. They should cart. totally find them. They should find them a lot of money until they uh, start putting pressure on the government, even local government, for them to start regulating some stuff. Because really, why? 
when, when homeless people just invade the whole area, why would you go there? Exactly. You can't even get out of your car. You get hassled 50 times a year. Someone's selling you food stamps, 50 cents on the dollar. You know, they eat better today cards. Everyone knows that. It's been the same price since it was 20 years ago. 50 yep. cents for the dollar. Do you got a dollar? Do you got a dollar? I remember they say, do you have change? Someone well, asked me for a couple of bucks, and I said, a couple of bucks? Somebody asked me to pay for a hotel room with my credit card. <laughs> but, you know, you... Really? You, yeah, they don't have no pride oh, no in more. in Santa Fe. Yeah. In Santa Fe. And, and, but it, finding the, the store owners whose baskets go missing, I think, is not the right thing because they're not the ones letting go of the basket. It's the person who's taking them and chain-linking them and pulling them all along that should be fine, that should be whatever to take care of that problem the businesses have like not a whole lot of control some of them have a locking mechanism now if you try to take it off the lot that's a that's the start except that do you know how you defeat that how uh, you and your buddy pick up the cart and just lift it over. How the cute. cute. <laughs> I know. I know. If you're a New Mexican, you know how to loophole, circumvent anything in this world. So here's why you should find the, the, the business and do it harshly. Harshly, so that they can put pressure on on local government law enforcement. Because right now, local law enforcement has orders from the mayor not to do anything to the homeless people. So I I, I will take you on on that because the businesses are being hit so hard. And what will happen if we go that way is the business the businesses will simply start start saying no shopping carts. They're doing it anyways. Well, I'm saying they don't have cashiers, so why have a shopping cart? Right. You know, I mean, so you have to bring your own. This is not progress. It's not progress. It is not progress. And where is leadership? Where is, what is, what is the mayor's talk, top objective? Do you have any idea? Yes, uh, he's banning, banning the plastic bags again starting right. April 1st. Right. I mean, August 1st. Yeah, but I, th yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I think that's the city council. No, but seriously, yeah. th this is their mindset. Yeah. It's straws. It's plastic bags. It's, uh, it's making sure illegal immigrants get taxpayer money. I, even though New Mexico's dead last in everything they just want to give everything away because it's not thursday they didn't have to work for it they get elected year after year after year after year because nobody opposes them on the ballot so these young people that i was telling you about recognize that in a few short years we will give away so much stuff that there will not be enough stuff to give away and so they will the government will start withholding resources and asking these young people to pay more for less, I said. And that's why they, that's why they need to open you. up their eyes now because thank you. <laughs> who's going to be left holding the bag? Them. They are, they are the working people. I mean, us will be retired and not have to worry about that. Okay. Their children will have to be worried about paying it. So they need to open up their eyes. This is their generation. It is theirs. Mm -hmm. Yes. But so, then look at the school system, and then I mean, I mean. Well, did you notice, though, so we have actually they have moved no idea. up one rung for, for child welfare? Say, oh, by one? By one. I mean, <laughs> we're not last, but... but Thank but, God I mean, for Mississippi! <laughs> Thank God for Mississippi! Thank God for Mississippi! <laughs> so, I sent you a note about the governor's vision. Did you read that? Yes, so we were discussing exactly what we were discussing was narratives right we do this often on the show um of how like how they get you yes do you want to start it off while i look for it here i would say and mine is coming up so it starts off with um the governor is asking you to share your vision for the state of new mexico and i looked at the list and i'm thinking 
none of that is in my vision. Not one. <laughs> and and as, as the list, don't you know technology is, is, are you having trouble getting it up right this minute? I, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering <laughs> what, what email you sent it to. Can you remind me? <laughs> it was Dinah Vargas uh, in, for NM. Okay, okay. Um, and it's just, just not opening. But the, but the gist of it was is that the it. options that were listed had nothing to do, I mean, crime was not even mentioned. Not at all. Uh, education was mentioned. Uh, but a bunch of stuff that you're going, wait a minute, this is not my vision for New Mexico. I, I want, first and foremost, I want my family to be safe. No place to be found. Right. No so, place to be so found. So it says, um, it's time, it, it's a time of hope for New Mexicans. Janice, together, <laughs> we are turning the corner on the pandemic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Together, yes. Right now, I'm dreaming big about how to deliver opportunities for New Mexico. Dream big, because that's all you got to do is dream. All you got to do is pray. You don't even have to fill out the job application. Just pray for a job, and the job's going to come for you. It's not what it says. They want you just to have no, like, we want your input. Right, but they want, so what they do that is so clever is they give you this list. There is an other and a place for you to fill it in, but most people will just check things oh, off. And and that the was survey. the part that was, I'm going, wait a minute, this is so narrow. Can you, did you get okay. the survey up? Okay, yeah. So okay. Um, let me see. What issues matter most to you? Investing in public education? <laughs> Stop it. They have taken enough <laughs> taxpayer money. Taking bold action on climate change. Yes. Yeah. Electric cars by 2025, and I mean, hope there's wind to get everything. I mean, really? Right. What about the lowriders? I'm just asking for a friend. Safeguarding, safeguarding reproductive freedom. You know what that's code for? That means they want an abortion center on the block of, of every community. That's what that means. Like a circle K, yeah. For the colored people. I mean, of color. Do you see how, <laughs> how interchangeable that is? Increasing access to high-quality health care. Hey, you know what? Maybe just focus on diabetes. Well, I, so where is the leadership by this governor for... Uh, Indian Health Services. Protecting Which, Americans from gun violence. What's that code for? Ooh, ooh, taking your guns. Yes, yes. Let's kill the Second Amendment. Yeah. Fighting the heroin uh, uh, epidemic. Well, More. I would say, wait, 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 wait. Didn't we just have a special session to legalize a whole bunch of drugs that it isn't going to change anything? So, so what does it matter? I guess it I doesn't. I mean, I thought... I thought wait, we, wait, wait, that's visionary. It doesn't matter. So uh, is this the vision that we are just going to... Uh, mislead people is that the vision maybe um because if you have a vision i have a vision you have a vision she has a vision everyone's gonna have a different vision it's like asking somebody what does uh, uh justice mean to you what does peace mean to you it's gonna be, be right. different well, for this, everybody but this call qualifies as a push-pull they really want right. you to agree with them and that's right. why you only have these choices right investing in rural econ economies really rural new mexico is dying and rural New Mexico, doesn't even matter what you vote for, doesn't even matter what you need. Doña Ana, Bernalillo County, and Santa Fe County. San, Santa Fe County, and uh, did you say Sandoval? No. Uh, Sandoval is a big one because of Rio Rancho. Uh, and when you look at the statistics for the census and redistricting, quite frankly, the rural communities are going to just get skewered. So you talk about having a voice in politics, you'll never have one. Yeah. Because three counties, three or four counties will outbeat 33 counties absolutely and How's the numbers that? are are 
dramatic. Uh, you know, and, and, and believe it or not, Bernalillo County had, did not have the most growth. It was Sandoval County, and, and it's the Rio Rancho area. Um, and when you look at the entire state, though, our growth was less, was less than 3%, mm-hmm. one of the worst in the country. So you aren't going to have a voice, and you aren't going to have a job. Even if the whole 33 counties went out to vote, every single person, doesn't matter. Those three or four counties are going to outweigh you every single time. And no one that's running for a state position has to go to any of those counties. They just got to focus on the four, so they don't even care what you got to say. That's sometimes what it feels like for rural New Mexico, I bet. I think you're absolutely right. And the fact that sitting in Santa Fe, there are people from Albuquerque who want to tell rural people how they should live their lives, and heaven forbid, they should not protect their livestock from coyotes and wolves. You're talking liberals. Them. Exhausting. <laughs> we got to take a break. We're so tired of talking about these exhausting liberals. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM AM 700. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. ABQ Guns is the only women veteran-owned firearm store and has the largest blue label store in New Mexico offering special pricing for first responders and military. ABQ Guns carry Sig Sauer, Glock, CZUSA, FNUSA, and Smith & Wesson with non-inflated pricing. Visit us at abqguns.com. ABQ Guns has the best customer service in New Mexico. Mention Off the Cuff and receive a 5% discount on all accessory items. Visit us at abqguns.com. Every time I turn around, I'm getting broken into, and the cops don't even come anymore. What do we pay taxes for? Then I found out that the city has more officers investigating other officers than they do investigating crime. How does that make us safer? If you want more officers focused on fighting crime, tell city leaders by texting hashtag crime matters more to 52886 that's 52886 because crime matters more back to off the cuff abq it's a new hot local conservative talk show it's not for the easily offended all american show very few things here faith family freedom it's a network of neighbors it's a coalition of people do you recognize albuquerque do you recognize new mexico big question mark the trash alone is so astounding. Who, who would do this? Is this New Mexicans? Have we lot, have we, do we have a generation of people who, whose parents didn't ever teach them to pick up their own trash? Seriously. Is, is that what it is? Are these, are these the, the liberal transplants from California? Did, totally. they, did they trash California? I, I don't know, uh, but I know that our state is beautiful and it is being trashed and I don't like it. Absolutely. It's so trashy that I bet somebody running for office could literally win off of saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it pretty again. Exactly. Somebody running for office could win uh, by uh, going after the children, youth, and family <gasps> department. And make it work. And shock the system. And, like, it's going to take something, you know... It's going to take a big person with a big step and a, and a heavy hand. And, and right now they're discussing if that director should be fired. I don't see why he shouldn't be fired. Well, all of them. But, again, this is leadership. And, Governor, you signed on for this job. You have agencies underneath you. They need to perform. 
uh, workforce solutions. You did let Bill McCamley go with kind of a parachute. He's in Austin, Texas now. At Texas, I hope you know what you got. With, with a good job. With a good job, with contacts, with networks. He just said, you know what, leaders. And he left a big old mess for the other guy. Right, but where was the leadership? If you are a leader, you know what your agency is doing or not doing. CYFD, the same thing. Tax and revenue, the same thing. And let me grouse about regulation and licensing. You know, you have to answer the telephone. You have to be proactive. And if you can't do it, then by golly, as an agency, you need to raise your hand and say, dear legislature, this particular job, we cannot perform. We don't have the money. We cannot perform it. You cannot make it a law so that it is enforced arbitrarily. People hate that. I hate that. It should be fair for all, or it, it, it should not be. The, the journal just stated that people had called up to 100 times a day trying to get information on their check, yet some people that didn't even apply for uh, uh, unemployment received debit cards from Work for Solutions. So how did that happen? Well, and and people who did work and were trying to get on unemployment called 100 times a day, no response. The, machi the machine hangs up on them, tells them to call back. They didn't get theirs. I mean, these were people that deserved their unemployment. The people that didn't never even asked for a debit card got one in the mail. And then there's the other side of it. The businesses that are being dinged for unemployment claims for employees that they've never heard of. Dozens of them. Hundreds of them. I and mean, and how, do, how do they not do that verification? Whose idea was it to implement the honor system in New Mexico? Is there an honor system? For the unemployment, <laughs> there was. This is why 2.7 million is missing. I, I, absolutely. There was no safety net. There was no oversight. There was a, a ton of ways to get around the system, to get over on the system. So is it our uh, good government employees? And you and I both know that there are employees who do everything they can to expand the job, to make it take longer so that there are three people doing the job of one person who Leadership. is Leadership. It is leadership. It is. And I'm tired of it. So I am tired of our agencies behaving that way. I am tired of Maggie Toulouse Oliver's office jerking me around for Speaking. four months on a single question. I'm tired of it. Speaking and that of. they don't answer the answer the dang phone. And, and so just... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I was upset when I heard that, oh, we're just going to absolve uh, the governor from her $6,000 uh, beauty salon appointments and everything that she did for that and absolve her for that little sexual harassment claims that she has. It's okay. It's all right. It's it's Governor Michelle Lujan, you know. So, yeah, that's, what, that's Maggie's job is to absolve all of this and make everything all good for her, make everything easier for her to get away with spending the taxpayer money. So, right. So... So they went on record, Secretary of State is the third highest office in the great state of New Mexico. It's a very high office. That is correct. It's a bunch of power. So she gets a phone call and says, hey, did uh, Governor misspend her campaign funds because she bought nails and hair and all kinds of stuff, 6000 bucks worth. And then and paid her daughter. And then paid her daughter. Uh, Christina Estrada yesterday said she didn't even try to play it off. You know, most people try to play it off. So the law is right here, and it clearly states that personal use of campaign funds, of any of the campaign funds, you cannot use them. You're not permitted to do so. Uh, and then, for example, they give examples, clear examples. 
You cannot pay your mortgage, your rent, utility payments for your home or business, childcare or housekeeping services. In other words, you can't hire the maid and you can't have your staff taking care of your kids. Clothing. Dry cleaning. You can't buy any clothes. And dry cleaning. You need that for a debate as well. Uh, massage or other spa services, including pedicures, medical treatments, and hair, nail, or makeup expenses, period. End of story. So it makes me think, as you're mentioning the massage, Bill McCamley and also Miguel Garcia had written off against their campaign account massages. And I'm wondering if that was forgiven too. I don't know, but I'm just saying the rules apply to some people and not to others. And, and by failing to call our leaders, the people that are leading the vision, because that's what a leader does. They lead the vision. They lead the team. If they're not doing that or they're, they get to do whatever it is they want when they want, I mean, I'm just baffled by it. Like, So here's it, a question for it, you. It's Because this leadership, it, in my mind, is not for my benefit. It is not for my state's benefit. But there was a poll out just before the CD1 election. And did you know that a whole bunch of Republicans think that Michelle Lujan Grisham is doing a great job? A ton of people do. Mm-hmm. Great I, job. And I'm going... How do you say that? What are you not looking at? It's sort of like this. When Donnie said, here's an idea. Let's do this. And everybody said no, because Trump said it. You got to say no to Trump. Got to say no to Trump. The whole world wants to ignore, except for the few, that Joe Biden is uh, displaying... Senility? Signs of... Dementia. Dementia. I mean, it's obvious. I don't even know what he's talking about sometimes. And then he's over there and wherever he went for the summit, American journalists getting tossed out by these other people. And he's just sitting there laughing, hanging out with so-and-so. Russia, 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 remember? Now all of a sudden, election's been the safest ever since because Joe Biden won. Trump won. Russia, Russia, Russia. So at the end of the day, because we are a republic, we're not a democracy, Mm -hmm. we are a republic, the responsibility for overall leadership is not with those elected. It's with us. And if we don't step up and fight for what we have, what do you expect? And yet, you get scared off because there was a protest at the Capitol, and everybody who is there is In Old Town? Well, no, in in Washington, D.C., and is being accused of being partaking in an insurrection. A protest is not an insurrection. Uh, you know, you would need to have done some other things to make that an insurrection. And yet the press lib- you know, just frequently says, yes, they were part of an insurrection. I'm sorry, that is not true. An insurrection, well, you need to take guns and pitchforks. I'm sorry, and they were not there. Right. So, again, public sentiment is that Michelle Grisham Lujan is doing a great job. Yes. Uh, that we can't blame her for everything because, you know, she's she's a rookie governor, whatever. It's, it's her, like, she's on the job training or something. But Democrats, last 90 years, same party, same party, got the platform. It's going gonna, it's gonna to tell you what to say, and if you don't say it, if you get out of line, it doesn't want you. And we can view that, we can judge that on Manny Gonzalez. He said, I'm going to run for mayor of Albuquerque, and I'm only imagining this. They said, yo, Manny. Tim's uh, running for governor. You know that. You can't run for governor, man. Can't do it. He's 
And Manny said, I'm going to do it anyways. Our mayor. We're talking about mayor. I'm sorry. Did I say governor? I mean mayor. Mayor, yeah. And so uh, he says, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Within weeks, there's op-eds about why Manny Gonzalez isn't good enough to be mayor. And then there's the Democratic Party of New Mexico, their main, main website, bashing Manny. Bashing Manny. This is what Democrats do. Same leadership. Doesn't matter if it's Michelle or anybody else. It's the same leadership. Michelle will likely get reelected again because no matter what she does, anybody who supports Michelle, they're going to be like, Michelle's great. Go MLG. Because they will not see and they will not hold anybody accountable because they're about picking sides. Either you're, e- either you're here or you're here. You're either a uh, Trumper or you're not. And she said it really clearly when she was uh, running for governor just this last time against Jeff Apodaca, and she clearly stated and told him, it's not your turn. Like, they know who's going to win. They've already set it up. It doesn't matter what he did or what he proposed. You know, it didn't matter. So it's an interesting point. So I was down on 4th Street standing with a well-known Democrat who was supporting me for PRC. And as we were walking through the crowd, it was interesting that many people said to her, oh, is that your candidate? Well, at least she's on the right side. And they didn't know me from Adam. They, they knew who she was, but that was the mindset. And it was more than one person. So you're right. Are we just picking up teams? Don't you, ought to, don't you think you ought to know what the team stands for? Hey, I want a woman president. Oh, let's vote for this woman. She's going to be the first vice president. Kemala Eras. And... And then look what you got, because because we voted on, you know, the first colored president or whatever, woman, president, person of color, and woman. So and then, and then look what we have. So how are you going to feel when, and I do say not if, but when, the president finally makes such a flub that his cabinet invokes the 25th Amendment? And I think then, that was. I think that's the plan on a long. And then Kamala is going to fleet up. Does this give you any confidence? I mean, you've seen she. I don't even think she knows what the border is. Uh, the president has said, well, "This is your Michelle. This is your project, and you need to go deal with it." And she didn't go there. I don't get it. She showed up in Guatemala and said like this: "If you're thinking of making the long journey, do not come." Do not come. Imagine if Donnie would have said that. They would have flipped out. They would have flipped out and burned uh, burned cities down. I would say, yes, the, the xenophobe that he was, who, who did, was he not the one that, that said no more flights from China in January of 2020 so that uh, he could get a handle on the coronavirus? Did he say that? And what did Nancy Pelosi say? Xenophobe, xenophobe, mm-hmm. open no. the borders. Yeah. <laughs> but then they wanted to attack Israel. Yes. You know, like really bad and, and I don't know, outright. I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't know what they're doing in New Mexico, but. It's not uh, right. Okay, uh, so this is kind of dark, but I want, can I change subjects? Yes. All right. I want, you know, I, I do stay on top of things with the PRC mm-hmm. and PNM. And in today's paper are a whole bunch of op-eds about the merger with Avangrid. Now, let us not forget that our governor did go to Spain where Iberdola is headquartered, and I believe she visited. Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen money in her account for that, but I'm sure it's coming one mm-hmm. way or the other. Um, and we have PNM that actually got a piece of legislation passed with Jacob Candelaria as the sponsor. Let's just name names. 
and this, the rate payers, that would be you and me in the PNM uh, arena, will be tagged for all of those bond administrative charges, and it will be added to the energy transition uh, charge on your bill. So um, there was one person in the paper who said, this is silly. All of the, we're going to be paying for more electricity. We're going to have less reliability. And 